0: Come on. you Welcome. Welcome to Dave and Mahoney. People are insane at Costco. Well, oh. I'll give you that
1: it's Thunderdome on a Saturday at Costco, especially if you <laughs> go anytime after opening. Dave and Mahoney. Anytime. Which is most people. Well, no, I mean, anytime like. Anytime after opening. <laughs> yeah, well, after <laughs> opening. If you go after like 10 a.m. If or you noon. go between opening and closing, it's crazy. <laughs> it is.
0: <laughs> <laughs> this is Dave and Mahoney.
1: Hello, friends. Some good news and some bad news to kick things off today. What would you like first there, Mahoney? Dave, why don't we start off today's show with some bad news? Yeah, like, what are y'all doing? The Olympics tend to annoy me more and more as the years go on. Alcohol will not be served to fans at stadiums during the Paris Olympic Games next year, except in the catered VIP areas. Oh, so only the rich. That's right. That's not very
2: American of you. France.
1: <laughs> <laughs> the ban on alcohol sales comes from a 1991 law known as Evans law, which prohibits alcohol sales in stadiums, physical education room and gymnasiums and other sports related venues. Is that the case for all of France? Like you can't have beer at Soccer game or something? This like seems that. It's crazy to me. Like, to me. why else do you go to sports live? Also, why else do you go to France other than to drink? Yes. That's like, you are the, the like, your the birthplace of wine and champagne. champagne. Yes, the whole bit. So. Prosecco. And also, the hypocrisy of you can't have any booze unless you're in Rich. the VIP area. Is pretty ridiculous, you know, when it was happening in whatever Muslim country that was uh, on the last go around. I kind of Abu Dhabi or whatever. whatever it was, but I kind of get it because that's like their thing. It's a it's it's a at least under the guise of religion, right? But like Paris, like what are we doing? I don't. I, again, the Olympics just kind of annoy me. It's great to see the you know athleticism displayed, but man, like as far as like corruption goes, it is just amazing that. Humans have the ability to corrupt absolutely everything that we touch. And it's just, be better. Yeah.
0: Yeah.
1: The the, the Olympics are hanging on by a thread. Some good news today as well. A neighborhood in Kansas is finally getting their mail again. So residents in this area just outside of Kansas City said that mail was halted all the way back on April 29th and the local post office sent them a letter saying that there was a vicious dog that was creating a hazard condition for delivery workers. And as it turns out, that may have just been a lie. Like, they just didn't feel like delivering the mail to this what? area. Yeah, because residents were told that they wouldn't be getting any mail, uh, but they'd be receiving a community cluster mailbox at the, the end of their block, but then that failed to arrive for weeks on end as well. So, a uh, couple of months into this saga, mail delivery has finally resumed as the dog situation has, quote, been resolved. But all the residents are like, I'm not walking my dog every single day and I don't ever see this random, vicious dog that's on the loose that's keeping people. I mean, people. whoever this male person was, I mean, I understand. <laughs> I mean, th- the U.S. Postal Service said that there's 5,300 employees that were attacked by dogs. Well, oh, that deli- happens all the time. For real, yeah. just last year. So it, it is a thing. But to shut down a whole neighborhood for months on end from getting any mail, mm-hmm. seems like it'd be a fairly big inconvenience if, you know, your bills arrive in the mail or something like that or checks arrive in the mail. My birthday card with that $5 bill from grandma. And it's always crisp, isn't it? The crispest. You you never get a wrinkled $5 bill.
2: You still get cash not stolen from the mail?
1: You have cash stolen from the mail?
2: Yeah. My sweet grandmother gave me the sweetest little card for Christmas and I never got it. And I lied to her. Remember me telling you this? Oh, that's right, yeah. And I lie and tell her, well, I finally got that. Like, it finally got to me like two weeks ago. No, no money in there.
1: Oh, the card showed up with nothing in yep. it? Dirty. Dang, man. Dirty. It's the Dave and Mahoney Show. Honey, we see it all the time with some of these prodigies, you know, the 14-year-olds that are graduating college and mm-hmm. getting doctor's degrees and everything else. And you're like, you're 14 years old. I wasn't doing anything at 14 years old. I was playing video games and uh, playing with myself. Yeah. You know, <laughs> like, it was basically, it's... the most of my 14-year-old uh, time. Now that I think about it, uh, not a lot has changed over the years. You still love video games, don't you? <laughs> yeah, yeah and, you do. uh, don't need uh-huh. to ask about the rest. <laughs> well, you know what is what do they call it? You know, we uh, Peter Pan syndrome or arrested yeah, development. Arrested development. We sure. essentially are the same people at forty who we are who we were at fourteen. Yeah. Uh, well, can you imagine this? The number one overall draft pick in the twenty twenty three NHL draft is a kid named Connor Bedard, and the reason why I call him a kid is because. He's the number one pick in the NHL draft, and he is 17 years old. Holy cow. I mean, can you imagine just being 17 and being out there playing against the monsters that are in the NHL? How
2: can this be?
1: So he is considered one of the top hockey prospects in recent memory, uh, and he has um, looked up to Sidney Crosby since he was a little, little kid. Uh, But the Blackhawks selected him at the top of the NHL draft in Nashville. It's not like... The NBA or the or NFL, NFL where you, have, you to, have to go to college for it. And it makes sense, right? Because if you're a really, really good hockey player, uh, a lot of these kids are are conditioned. They're going to these camps. or are doing everything else. Sure but the they, hockey programs in college aren't really nearly— Sometimes
2: they're private. They, they are not even really affiliated with the college Right. Themselves. Like, the, the best
1: hockey prep is not going to be the, the college league, right? Because yeah. there's just not that many of them, uh, like, high-profile programs around the country— uh, at the NCAA level. But yeah, this uh, this kid, 17 years old, went number one. I can't imagine how you deal with that pressure. I can't imagine how you deal with that money. I mean, I mean you can't even buy a pack of cigarettes yet. You can't, I mean, much. You can't, can't rent a car, you can't hotel. Vote. You can't vote, man. Damn. Yeah, you can't. Can you even get your own hotel room? I mean, you're like, really not missing that much. No. <laughs> no but, <yeah. laughs> like, what an exciting time to step into this voting booth. But I mean, honestly, like you're 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 17 years old and you're heralded as the top prospect in the entire draft. But you think really about impressive. this to get to that level, though. I mean, even at 17, you are you, you have to have a drive and, you know, an almost like superhuman drive. Yeah. And so it's like even though it's, there's going to be a lot of pressure, I, I I'm excited to see. What's happening? He uh, told this reporter. She said, obviously, as the best league in the world, it won't be easy, but I'm going to do whatever I can this summer and moving forward to try to have an impact in the league. So, again, going back to that work ethic, it's like, hey, yeah, you're going number one in the draft, but work is just starting now, and it seems like uh, at 17 years old, this kid gets it. But, man, as a grown man, I wouldn't want to take a hit from some of those dudes, much less at 17. Hell no. This is the Dave and and Mahoney Show.
0: Got a comment, complaint, or opinion for Dave and Mahoney? Call 833-YO-DUMMY. Please record your message. This is the voicemail. Please leave a message
2: after the tone. Mahoney or Dave, do either of you get angry or sad when the rest of the group seems to pile on you about something or embarrass you? Message deleted.
1: No, we are a pretty fair group. If somebody is getting piled on, it's almost always deserved. So I don't get angry about it. I don't get sad about it. And if you don't have thick skin, like, what are you doing? I mean, we're also, like, all very good friends. Are you yawning?
2: No. Look away.
1: (laughs) a little hungover Don't, don't you pile on her, Shut sir. Up. No, she deserves it. No, this she doesn't do it. It, I tried she, to do it behind the microphone. Did you notice she, that? I did. She's like, oh, she's like ooh. I hug, man. <laughs> she's a sleeping beauty. Man, yeah. why'd you call me out? Because you're yawning while we're doing our job. <laughs> I was job. Trying to hide it. <laughs> try so, to be a professional. The point is, is that when somebody gets crap, they probably deserve it mm-hmm. because they're falling asleep while doing their job. Shh. <laughs> Am talking too loud again?
2: <laughs> yes, it's so bright.
1: Please leave a message after the tone.
2: It's Liam. Huge fan, but I'm so sorry. Dave and Audrey, you need to chill on the tomatoes on tacos. That is not okay. That's nasty. I'm literally Mexican. You know, we, uh, we've made
0: tacos. And I had no less than a thousand tacos the other day. And guess what? No tomatoes. Love the show. Have a great day to everyone except Dave and Audrey. <laughs> right. I love
2: that is. she got so mad at our whiteness. She, she, <laughs> she should so be.
1: I, Audrey introduced me to a thing I had no idea that it existed when I was planting the flag of tacos. Definitely should have tomatoes on them. No, they shouldn't. Uh, that's that was my position, and I still stand by that. Mm-hmm. But Audrey showed me there's a whole. Social media rabbit hole that you can go down of the things that white people do to tacos.
2: White people taco night. It's, it's called it's white song. people
1: taco night. And it's it's a song where white people are just sitting here going to the store, getting all the wrong ingredients and then putting tomatoes on tacos. And I guess that that's just like. Taco uh, Bell does it. Taco Bell does do it. You know what else doesn't belong Supremes. on tacos? Mm. Lettuce. Lettuce, tomatoes, cheese, sour cream. <laughs> put it all on there. No. <laughs> Absolutely. Nah, man.
2: I mean, whenever I was a kid, I would get just, like, from Taco Bell because I grew up in Huntsville, Alabama, and that was the only Mexican food that I got. Yeah, not
1: a lot of authentic Mexican nah, in man. Huntsville.
2: So, the most uh, authentic I got was Taco Bell, yeah. and I would just order meat.
1: Just meat? Just meat.
2: Because whatever that sauce is, whatever they put on the meat yeah. itself, uh-huh. soupy sauce stuff, yeah. I was, I could drink it.
1: It's, it's real good. I think that's just grease. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I can oh, yeah. just imagine a little Audrey rolling up I don't know why I envision you on a four teeth fork.
2: talking to each other by the way teeth atrocious oh, yeah. I've had braces for t- yeah. I had two times but two I, times.
1: I imagine you on a four wheeler going through the drive-thru for some reason just be like hey give me a give me the meat blanket
2: no it was a white minivan <laughs> okay that was it, I mean, it was my, I had a soccer mom we had a little white minivan you version were dri- of me.
1: You were driving the white minivan, or this is when you were a child? child? Was,
2: this is, well, no, the, the car that I stole was a, was a <laughs> RAV4.
1: Yeah.
2: And stole, meaning like it was my mom's car and I just took it.
1: That's still stealing. Did you drive through a Taco Bell?
2: <clears throat> no. I probably should have because I was very emotional and I was going to a, a boyfriend's house at the you time. You could have eaten your I was feelings. Crying. Yeah. That's what I could have eaten it. Because you know what? One thing that we all know about life is if you're angry or if you're emotional, just eat and you'll probably feel better. Yeah, I eat when I'm
1: happy. I eat when I'm sad. I eat when I'm mad. Like, I I just eat. That's how it is with drinking for me. It's like, ah, my team's losing I better drink. Ah, my team's winning. I should drink.
0: Please leave a message
1: after the tone. Yeah, hey, everybody. Um, Do you think
2: rock, paper, scissors requires any skill at all? Do you think it's just luck? Is there something to that? trying to teach my nephew and I honestly think that you can be good at rock, paper, scissors and apparently they have championships. I don't know. What are you thinking? Is this just luck or step? Message deleted. I feel like you can anticipate somebody's first move. Like whether or not you feel like they're like a rock guy or like a scissors person.
1: So I'll say or this. Tried.
2: Yeah, we can do. Okay. Gotcha. I
1: anticipated you to be a rock, dude. She yeah. uh-huh. threw paper. What'd you throw? I couldn't see. Over Ta-ta, there. Scissors, scissors. So, so I mean, but the rock, paper, scissors championships. There's yeah. a, there's certainly a psychological, uh, you know, element to it. Like you tell people what you're gonna throw, and are you gonna throw? Oh, it? Are you not? They're you allowed right? to talk. They're allowed to talk. Are they? Oh yeah. It's not like we just got to roll up there and do it. But you're, you know, it, it becomes uh, a game of chess. Audrey, you, you and my honey do it. I want to see if you're really bad at this game. All right. I'm going to throw.
2: Okay. Scissors. He's trying to
1: intimidate her. Throw scissors. Okay. One, two, three, go. Wow, I did throw scissors. They both threw scissors. One, two, three, go. Okay. We got to stop this. She won.
2: You know what I was thinking during that? Um, One, that we're stupid. But secondly, that you should tell your nephew that there's only like rock or paper. And then, and then that way you always can like, or like only, that there's only like, you know, yes. two of three, so the, the, you always know what to anticipate. It would, you'd
1: be playing rock, paper, scissors with an older kid, and then they would always come out of nowhere with like a hand grenade that beats everything, and then they just punch you with it. Yeah, it's kind of like when you're doing the uh, the thumb wrestling, and then you, you, do, you do the tag, the tag team, team. With, the, with the index finger, mm-hmm. and you're like, where did that come from? Call
0: or text The Dave and Mahoney Show anytime at 833-YO-DUMMY. That's Y-O-D, hold on, Y-O, Y-O-D-U-DUMMY. M M Y. Isn't there a B in there? Dave Mahoney, hello. Hey,
1: hey, I thought about this. You guys are right.
0: The tomatoes
1: does go on top of the tacos. I'm with Audrey Mahoney on that one. No, no, no. Mahoney is blasphemous, and he says they do not. Uh, uh, it, yeah, it is uh, me. It is me, Dave, and Audrey that that say. I'm, at, I'm with you guys. And then a nice glass of bourbon goes with the taco, though. Oh yes, yes. <laughs> You're drinking bourbon yeah. with yeah. tacos. No, don't you hate on this man? Dude, you are. A, he is a, are cult- a wild individual. Man. Yes, you let this man live. <laughs> Dave Mahoney, hello. Hey, tacos tacos are made
0: originally tacos are made either shredded or ground beef, tomatoes, lettuce and shredded cheese. Yeah.
1: That man knows a taco. Yeah. I mean, born and raised around them. You're saying originally? mm mm-hmm. Mhm. Like the original taco? That's right. The original taco. I don't know that about that. This man knows. Don't you Don't you come after this man, Mahoney?
2: Don't you white man him?
1: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, that's that's an original Mexican taco. Dave Mahoney, hello. Hey,
0: I'm kind of split on that tomato thing. I think you got to have tomatoes on a beef taco or tostado. But when you're talking fish and shrimp tacos, I wouldn't do it.
1: Yeah, fish and shrimp. I'm I'm with you on that. You can leave them off fish and shrimp. But if you're going beef or chicken, it's got to have the tomatoes. No question.
0: Yeah, exactly, exactly.
1: I love that we have touched such a pulse here that literally everyone has an opinion (laughs) about whether or not Tomatoes belong on tacos. We're, I'll die on the hill. I'll, yeah. never, I'll never eat a tomato again. We're doing important work today and, here on the show. And, I, and I've been to some real super authentic Mexican restaurants, and they put ta- uh, tomatoes on their tacos. See? So I don't, I don't buy that that's authentic versus not. We just had a very authentic Hispanic man call in and say that tomatoes definitely do belong on tacos. All right. Dave Mahoney, hello.
0: Hey, man. Tacos, uh, original tacos are made with cabbage, brother. Cabbage. cabbage? Yeah. Yeah. Oh. yeah, set a letter. Say it on your radio and you watch how many phone calls you get.
1: That's really? that's that oh that that
0: cabbage is just is supposed to be the original. It's supposed to be meat, cabbage, and that's it. My
1: well I'm glad that we started adding more stuff, man. That sounds terrible. <laughs> this is the Dave and
0: Mahoney this Show. This is the Dave and Mahoney Show. The strangest, dumbest, 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 and funniest audio from the depths of the World Wide Web. This, 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 this is, this, is this. The Internet is Undefeated on Dave and Mahoney. Yeah.
1: Audrey, I don't think there's anyone in my life that I know that finds more joy in the internet than you. There's a lot of people that I know that have made the mistake of going into like the doom scrolling yeah. and they start to get too involved in sites where everyone's just kind of screaming at each other and angry. Yeah. You, on the other hand, do a good job of curating your feed where it's generally funny stuff that's pretty lighthearted.
2: All I do in this studio, whenever the songs are on, is giggle at the internet all yeah. day long. It's yeah. just, I find so much joy in people just kind of making them fun of themselves
1: uh, this is not somebody making fun of themselves, but a a true mo- moment where pure joy was captured on film. And this is a kid's reaction to catching and seeing his very first fish, which is a very memorable, like That's a, a, a core, proud moment. A proud moment indeed. I got a fish! <laughs> <laughs> I got a fish! <laughs> What? Wow! That's a good one!
2: What? Go get
0: it! Wayne, do you want to touch you it? Want to it? I
2: want to
0: hold it. Oh, so man, I saw this so video, cute.
2: and it's actually a pretty decent-sized fish. Yeah. Like, I mean, one that I think that I would even probably be making that same screaming.
1: Dude, that kid sounds like a little supervillain, though, doesn't he? Oh, just like from the, from the rise of Gru or something. I'm a fish! Yeah. I wish anything could make me that happy yeah. in this life. Yeah. Anything. anything! Anything at, at all. all. Anything. Like, it I, I, I win. You
2: never, you never, like, hold Oh, it's the pizza.
1: I mean, I win Powerball, Mega Millions, whatever. And st- you I'm in like, the lottery. Cool. Yeah, it doesn't matter. I'm not going. I, I can't. I can't replicate what that that is. That's the thing that's just so great about little kids like that. So there's a guy who has become a pretty viral piano player, uh, and he performs at weddings and he does a special wedding entrance based on people's favorite bands. Is this hmm. Christian McCaffrey? No, no, Christian McCaffrey, the oh. running back. Whoa. The fact that he can play piano is just totally unfortunate. Yeah, you're one of the best it. running backs in the league, and you also play piano and you look the way you look? Leave some for the rest of Holy us, pal. Holy This is a dude named uh, Stephen Birkins. Uh, he uh, found out this particular bride, big fan of Led Zeppelin. okay, And so he decided that he's going to do a little medley for her walk as the bride. <laughs> From being like a proper bridal walk. But if you know Led Zeppelin, then you're like, you totally that is are hearing so cool. the That's in, in beautiful. Those moments. Yeah. I, I mean, really, just actually really cool got stuff. chills. Yeah. And
2: then she got divorced.
1: <laughs> <laughs> wedding didn't work out, but a hell of a walk. But you get to do it again now. <laughs> Devil. I don't think you have a piano at your second wedding. You don't? you avoid you avoid the piano and the string quartet <laughs> <laughs> on number two or three. Uh so in this case, Audrey, I know that you're a big fan of pickles. I'm also a big fan of pickles, and this young girl. Also a big fan of pickles. Yummy, Juicy, f-
2: pickle. Oh, <gasps> Audrey. Oh my god. Yummy, Juicy, f***ing pickle. Oh jeez.
1: <laughs> I don't know where she got that from but uh I think it's hilarious when little kids cuss.
2: I think it's funny too because words are weird. The yeah. fact that we've just like censored certain weird words, yeah, and we're just like those are the no no words. It's just so weird to
1: me. You, you think it's funny? You think it's funny when your kids cuss? I think it's hilarious, but I pretend not not to. But How, which one of your kids is cussing? It's it'll just happen from time to time where they'll say things that they've picked up somewhere. Yeah, I have no idea where, uh-huh. and uh, and they'll drop something that they're not supposed to, and. Both the wife and I are like...
2: Are they using it in the correct way, too? Sometimes. Hilarious.
1: Yeah. Hilarious. Like when my oldest daughter was like four, she was like standing on the kitchen counter, and she's like,
2: what the F? And I was like... <laughs> you
1: can't say
2: that, but that was really funny.
1: Uh, in uh, this clip, there is a woman's wig that was falling out the back of her trunk, oh. and people thought that there was like a person in her trunk, <laughs> and so the cops had to show up to her house, and this is audio from her doorbell camera, and the cops... Definitely see the humor in this.
0: Hello, how are you? Good, how are you? Oh, Jesus. The craziest thing you're not going to believe. What happened? So we got a call. Somebody's concerned. Are you with like a air stylist? Or something? No. So there's like hair hanging
2: out of your tongue? Oh, my Jesus. Someone's like... Oh, that's my wig. Oh, hold on. I'm my wig. Hold on. Oh. <laughs> oh. So this is the entire time he's just cracking up, bellowing them. over. <laughs> well, she's oh running God. inside to go get her car keys.
0: You gotta see
2: it though. <laughs> She's just have she just had her wig sticking out of the back of her trunk, and somebody called the cops. <laughs> I would be mortified too.
1: Cops like, oh god, I can't
2: believe. Like what this, is doing. this is my synthetic one from Amazon, man. I'm sorry.
1: And the final one here in the internet is undefeated is because it's summertime. That means that county fairs are happening all over small town America, and this one particular fair has a strange competition where humans belt out their best rooster call. Okay. Would you like to hear some? I would like to hear this. Here we go. <laughs> Pretty good. Yeah. Wow. One more.
0: I hate everyone. Rufio. I, I hate all of this. <laughs> Come on, man. Baby. Dave and, and Mahoney goal is to own a partial interest in a fireworks stand. It's the Redneck Report. Dog will hunt. A Dave and Mahoney.
1: We have a candidate for husband of the year, Mahoney. Isn't this exciting in today's Redneck Report? What'd this douche do, Dave? Oh, boy, this guy. There was a woman that was trying on clothes at a dressing room at a Levi's store when she looked up into the mirror and noticed the top corner of a smartphone being held over the dressing room door. Oh, hell so no. So she quickly got dressed, walked out, and confronted the man that she found outside. It's a 26-year-old dude by the name of Luke Pinker. He initially denied her claim, but when confronted again by the woman, he apologized and said that he would delete The videos that he was filming of her while she was trying on jeans. Like, Mm -hmm. come on, you creep. He pulled out his phone. The woman grabbed it, told the store employee what happened, and called the police. Officers said that he was visibly upset when they arrived, and he told his wife, that was idiotic. So let me back up here. He told his wife that because he was shopping with his wife (sighs) while doing this stuff. Uh, Because I was wondering, why, like, why wouldn't you just run? Yeah. When... They're like, I'm calling the police. Like, wouldn't you think you're like you, you skedaddle out of there? Yeah, and i just be like, boy, that was a, that was a dumb you move. Think, I'm just gonna um, hang out here and deal with it. You think they get divorced because of this? I sure hope so. This yeah, guy's a she, real creep. She deserves better. I also have a candidate for babysitter of the year. Her name is Deanna Bird. She's only. 24 years old, which in uh, this mugshot, that's a rough 24. I mean, the lighting in jail, Dave, as we know. Uh, not that Not forgiving. the f- most flattering. Let me app. see that photo. Uh, 24 years old. Can you believe oh, that? Yeah. No, her eyes are closed. Yeah. Um, the reason why she is having her mugshot taken uh-huh. is because she was babysitting and she was teaching, and again, she's only 24 years old, but definitely old enough to know better. Uh, she was teaching the children how to snort lines of things. Oh no! I mean, the kid's fifteen, so thankfully it's not like a six-year-old or yeah. something. But still, Did like, what are you doing? Do you pretend
2: to smoke
1: cigarettes from pixie sticks? No, we would do lines of pixie sticks. Yeah, yeah, like, and like, then it would burn. Yeah. like gasoline. Not smart. See, we're older than you, Audrey, so we didn't have to pretend to smoke cigarettes. They actually gave us mm. fake cigarettes, the little fake Lucky Strikes, as oh, well yeah. as the candy. Uh, oh, they sold those in the k- school uh, store. The bubblegum cigars. Too. You ever had one of those? Dude, I actually, when it came to a, a bubblegum cigar, I loved them because it was so much bubblegum. You could blow the biggest bubbles of all time. But I, the only time I ever got gum in my hair and I had to get it cut out <laughs> was because of a bubble gum cigar. I blew bubbles bubble so bubble
2: big? Bigger than my it was head.
1: And <laughs> <laughs> <How cartoonish>. then <laughs> it's just... cartoonish. That is a cartoonish for sure. My mom had to take me to the mall.
2: She didn't do the... Get my the, haircut. Uh, old peanut butter trick.
1: We didn't know about it back then. Audrey, you just totally taught me something. I never even thought about Big League Chew representing dip. dip. Yeah. But uh, that's why it was all shredded up. Yeah. Yep. I just... <laughs> Hot, man. You never <laughs> yeah, put that man. together? No, oh, I just never even thought about it. I just thought it was like a shredded pack of gum.
2: It was funny because I just remember boys who were baseball boys, they would always have the big league chew. And actually, even whenever they were like in high school or collegiate level, they would still, it was almost like a pastime for them from little league days, I guess. Those and sunflower seeds, mix them together too. There's uh,
1: nobody who has a who has a, a higher percentage of oral fixations than baseball players. Like, oh, true. I, I like... Watching the games lately, all I see, managers, mouthful of sunflower seeds, just spitting them everywhere. Like, who cleans that up? Because that's gross. That is pretty gross.
2: Did they just vacuum? I
1: don't know. The the fact that that you go to a baseball game and you will, during the course of that baseball game, see somebody spit something out of their mouth or grab their crotch no less than 7,000 times is pretty amazing. Uh, So this... uh, Poor lady, she got arrested. She was just out here trying to get a job. Her name is Nicole. She's 39. She went in because she had a meeting at the sheriff's department Mm -hmm. for a potential job opening in Indiana. Did she have a warrant when she went out? No, she showed up drunk. (laughs) They were like, "Man, uh, your your breath smells a lot like booze," and like her speech was. Is it illegal to apply for a job drunk? Well, when you thought this was America, when you drive there, it is. So Did they ins- catch her in a car? So instead of uh, getting the job, she got arrested. Man. I don't like that. I don't like that. You either. don't
0: like... 0.158. <laughs> like double the legal limit. Wow. Like she's rolling in a hammer, brother. You're listening to the Dave and Mahoney Show.
1: Yeah, um... Dave and Mahoney present...
0: Uh... We're doing uh, special curling fire. Uh, Fast food. Freak out. Shut up
1: and listen to my order. Jim is joining us today for a round of Fast Food Freakouts. Jim, what is the best fast food restaurant in your opinion? I like Sonic and Del Taco. There's something about that Sonic ice. It's the best thing. Cherry limeade. Do you get tater tots at Sonic? Every time. Oh, I, I was going to hang up on you. you, you up. I was, gonna, I was okay, gonna gonna going to hang up on you if you said the no. game. Yeah, you win. Yep. Mustard? Yeah, won. You won. <laughs> Mustard. Super Sonic Cheeseburger and uh, and uh, uh Cherry Limeade. <laughs> boy, oh boy, Jim. I like that Jim just came alive. Like, we asked him his Sonic order. And he's like, let me tell you, brother. Because wait that's for this the moment. best order. Yeah, it's a great order. Like the only order.
2: thing you're missing is a Chili Cheese Coney, to be honest. You know what? One of them fit footlongs. Or
1: that, yeah. You're right now. Super Super Sonic. All right, Don't Jim. Jesus. Here we go, brother. We got a total of three today. Mahoney and Audrey do not know the correct answers. They're trying to help you out. This first one is a very hateful old lady that puts a curse on another customer when they start recording her for bitching people out. I got
0: you on camera. Sir.
2: Got you on camera. They're gonna put you in that fryer.
0: God, damn <laughs> Satan is never ending until he goes to you. That's right. That's why you haven't died. Satan loves you. Satan and I curse you in the name of Jesus. Oh, hey,
1: She's going to Satan and I curse you in the name of Jesus. All right. So there's not a lot of clues in there because the recording is pretty rough, but it's either A, Jack in the Box, B, Burger King, or C, a Carl's Jr. slash Hardee's. Oh, boy. This is real rough.
2: I don't even know. Yeah, man.
1: this is. I would think... Um, Nobody goes inside a Carl's Jr. We I, I don't think it's a Carl's Jr. Yeah. Okay.
2: <laughs> yeah. Can we take that one out?
1: You guys want to eliminate Carl's Jr.? Ask yeah. Jim. Okay. Yeah. That, yeah. You can take All right, Carl's now Jr. Now it's 50/50. Jack in the Box King. and Burger King. I think it's a. I think an old lady goes into a Burger King, who's going to throw out some curses and you know start talking some religious stuff. Yeah. That feels more like a Burger King. Like uh, you know the King has risen. <laughs> King Solomon. Which one uses deep fryers more, though? They both use deep fryers. Both, both are pretty uh, equal, yeah. and we didn't hear any beeps in there. I'm going to go with a Burger King. Okay. Jim? Burger King. Burger, Burger King. King is? Burger King. Correct. <laughs> On the board. Very nice. Oh, yeah. There we go. <laughs> All right. The second right. one here. This is an employee was being uh, very rude to this woman, and she was having absolutely none of it, especially after the employee Tossed her refund at her. So, this is the employee kind of acting up. You
2: better get my money, then Somebody better get my money. Somebody better get my money
0: before I start acting stupid. Don't throw nothing at me. No, don't be sorry.
1: Wow, okay, a lot of emotions there but also Whoa. not a whole Ooh. lot of clues. A lot of change. A lot of change. A lot of change.
2: I'm going to well, tell right, you this go. right now, if somebody threw my money at me, I would have acted the same way. I've
1: had Man. I've had that happen to me.
2: If somebody threw change at you? Threw
1: through a handful, handful of change at me after I tipped them very well at a bar. I called the cops on them. <laughs> <laughs> I bet you did. I ruined their night. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right. So was that a a Dunkin' Donuts, b a Jersey Mike's, or c a Chick Fil A? That does not. That's not Chick. That's not Chick Fil A. Get that
2: out of here. That's There's not, not enough people
1: in that in that place. No, it's, it's echoey. It's.
2: And you're using uh, the app to pay. I, I, you're I, using the app to pay. To get me, you to me, this right. feels
1: this feels like big Dunkin' energy. This feels like big. Duncan energy. That's also, what if VD you're going to pay, stands for. If you're going to pay for coffee, you pay with it with change too. Yes. I would think mm. you're not paying for a Jimmy John's with change traditionally. Uh, Jersey, Jersey, Mikes. Jersey Mike's. Oh, Jersey yeah, Mike's. Yeah, Jersey Mike's. Definitely not a Jersey Mike's either.
2: They'll stop you with that bread.
1: They'll put you Duncan. in that slicer. Danny DeVito will come out of nowhere. Jim, you can win it right here. <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> he will. Duncan Donuts. Dunkin' Donuts. You got it, brother. Undefeated. Yeah. Undefeated.
2: Great job, Jim. <laughs> I don't know
1: how you did it, honestly. It was, yeah. it was a tough one.
0: This yeah, week. real tough. tough. <laughs> this is David Mahoney.
1: So, how do you guys feel about surprise guests, like people that you're not anticipating are going to swing in? This wasn't for a long time. Uh, it was my uh, my younger brother, who I love very much. He is a, is a great guy. He's a good time, but he is he's the drunkle. I would say, out of all of your friends and family members, he's the most likely to be the surprise guest. Yeah. Like, if you were saying, hey, I had a surprise guest, he would be my first uh, guest. Did he just show up at your door? Well, so, no, not exactly, but close. So he had gone down to to Cabo, and he was like, hey, I'm coming through on a layover, and I just am going to happen to be in town for seven hours. And so I was like, first off... You're a terrible traveler. How did you book a flight that has a seven-hour layover? (laughs) Probably cheap. It's just unbelievable. Yeah, maybe probably cheap for good reason. But, you know, he's like, hey, I'm going to be in town for for seven hours. Do you want to hang out? And I'm like, sure. I'm like, when is this again? He's like, "Uh, tomorrow. I'm like, okay, no problem. Um, And so he decided that he was going to come over. But I will say I don't think that my wife was thrilled with the idea. Because, you know, like when somebody comes over, it was the first time for him seeing like – the new house and stuff. Sure. And so I think Work she's... in progress. Yeah, yeah. like want, we had a lot of stuff that we had to do yesterday as well. And so I just think that she wasn't like, oh, cool. A surprise visit for half of the day.
2: I would say, do you remember how long your mother-in-law was here last time?
1: Oh, I, I brought that he's up. He's here and for that was, seven hours. I brought that up. I was like, yeah, <laughs> uh Brittany, your mom was here for like six months and he's going to be here for six hours and... <laughs> That was a mistake. I was going to say, I'm sure that
2: that went over well. <laughs> yeah, she's like, well, my mom helped me. <laughs> well, Matt is great with kids. Yeah,
1: yeah, he actually was. Like, you know, I was hanging out with the kids, and they were super excited to see him and all that stuff. Uh, it just, it struck me that, you know, the idea of a surprise visitor in 2023, because that used to be a normal thing. Like totally my, normal. My grandma used to have, like, a. Uh, did your grandma's have this, like, a little plate with cookies or cake on it that yes. was for the guests that would just stop show by unannounced. Just, yeah, just come, just show up at the house unannounced. I we would want always one wanna... of
2: those so bad. in today, like I was looking at one on Amazon, like the, the tiers where yeah. you have like cookies and like treats or whatever. Like I want one of those. But then I was like, them, those things are going to go stale because I, nobody comes ain't, over. Ain't nobody
1: coming over. <laughs> there, there was something magical though. I mean, like now, if I get an unannounced visitor, my life, I'm not answering the door. I'm pretending, I'm turning the lights off. Even if they see the lights on, I'm turning them off, pretending I'm not there. <laughs> (laughs) But there was something so magical. just watch the lights
2: turn off. (laughs) Flip.
1: When we were kids, though, because you would just, you didn't know where your friends were. We didn't, you know, we weren't in constant contact. But, like, if your friend... Like your best friend would just show up at your house and oh, want to play, yeah, ask you to play, and you, and you were just like, "Oh, this is oh, the, the greatest thing ever!" Absolutely,
2: yeah, yeah. No, I think that we romanticize unexpected guests because of our past, Maybe. but whenever it actually happens, you know, it just depends on the person. It depends on the time frame. Like, like you said, seven hours is kind of
1: perfect. You know what's funny is that when you think about how great it was as a kid, imagine how great it was for your parents. When the kid would show up unannounced and just take you away. And you then they have the whole day to themselves. Parent, yeah, they Ooh. didn't care where we were. We were just just out go the take threes. a bike. Oh, yeah. yeah. Just try to come back when the lights come on or something. Have fun, kid. Dave.
0: Dave at at Mahoney. Do you have a complaint? Yes. Call anytime at 833-Yo Dummy. This is the voicemail. Please leave a message after the tone. Hey. I was wondering if y'all have any stories, anything to share with us on the, going to concerts and meeting some of these singers, um, Guns N' Roses or Motley Crue. Um, can you share with us? I do have a story about Motley Crue, but I can't share it. So <laughs> oh, yeah, and I'm the one that likes
1: the cherry tomatoes. They're a great fruit. You should try them. Yum. Message deleted. The biggest bands in the world, are usually, they, they're professionals. Yeah. They know how it's run because if you're not, you usually get run out of the business. Yeah, it's normally like the smaller bands that have like a hit or 2 we Who've that are- seen rock stars on TV yeah. and what they think they, or movies and emulate. what they're supposed to yeah. be. Those are the biggest pricks.
2: There, but- was, a, there was an artist who um, I remember doing an interview for for an event that we all shared Mm -hmm. um, at our old station. And I remember she was like brand new, had one single out. Her dad had been in the industry, so she kind of had grown up around it to a degree. And I'm sitting there interviewing her and I have no problem with anybody being high. Like, I don't care. But she kind of like created this aura about her that was so disinterested in the interview, didn't want to be talked to, totally like ripping on me during this interview almost. Like basically calling me out for asking questions to her. And I'm like, hey, this is the way that it works. Your PR gave me a list of questions that I could not ask you. I could ask you right now whether or not, like, what strain of weed you're on right now, but I can't do that. You know what I mean? (laughs) So, but they always act like the the younger the the kid and the younger, you know, uh, the artist, the harder they are to deal with.
1: Can you imagine being so full of yourself that you're annoyed that people are interested in you? And ask, because you're a brand new
2: baby artist. I have to ask you those questions because no one knows who you are.
1: All I want to do is talk about me. There's no better subject. You would be a great rock star if you had any any talents at all. But (laughs) Dave, we we met a lot of people over the years, but I would say what was your most, you know, the coolest rock star was probably uh, a guy with a similar namesake. Dave Grohl? Yeah. Oh, yeah, Dave Grohl. I mean, Nirvana, Foo Fighters, of course. Um, we I had an interview with him, and it was backstage at a big festival, and we walked into a uh, a little trailer area where he was. It was him and Taylor Hawkins, RIP, um, who was the drummer in the band at the time. And I sat down to do the interview, and he goes, Do you smoke? And he pulled out a pack of Parliaments, and I said, I do not. And he said,
2: He smokes pee funks? He does. And
1: he goes, Well, you're going <laughs> to smoke while you're interviewing me? And I was like, Okay. <laughs> he forced me to smoke a cigarette.
2: Whoa. And I
1: developed a habit and I haven't been able to quit ever since. You don't smoke. No, no, but uh but Dave Grohl was awesome and the fact that he forced me to smoke a cigarette. A parliament. A parliament, well, because he was smoking parliaments in this little smoky trailer was that just is hilarious. a great moment. He is
2: probably top if I were to be in the same room with him, I don't think I would be able to look. Like I don't think I'd be able to look at him.
1: But he's so like you don't get that vibe though He doesn't like I'm better than anybody I'm just cool Like I mean He's, he's, so he's so like iconic. He's like yeah. Rock and roll Jesus Exactly yep. like, Just welcomes everybody in And just always doing cool Charitable stuff Rock and roll Jesus <laughs> He is rock and roll Jesus You're yeah, right you are
0: <laughs> Can someone explain to me Why everyone thinks Angelina Jolie is beautiful She looks like a mummy to me Way too skinny Way too weird Nah No thanks Messaging, I man.
1: We,
2: we don't shame women. Stop shaming other women.
1: Also, stop. I mean, we would be lying, David. I like when Angelina Jolie. Like, I think the first movie that I really became aware of her was Gone in sixty Gone seconds. In sixty seconds. Nicholas Cage. The, the bleached blonde, With the, bangs, dread- the baby bangs. No, she had the dreadlocks. Yeah. In that. Oh, and, okay. Woo, Yeah, I was like 16 when that movie came out, and yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, But, yeah, Angelina Jolie, I mean, obviously, you know, she's getting a little bit older, right? And, I mean, that happens to all of us if we're lucky. Uh, But Angelina Jolie is still gorgeous. Yeah, but she's just crazy. That's the thing. You you don't take your kids to, you know, literally war War, zones. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Like, that's the thing that I just... uh, You using the kids as props, I don't... uh, Hate it. Not a big fan of that. Please
0: leave a message after the tone. Are you guys fans of a thick and chunky
1: salsa? (laughs) Or do you like your salsa with the like runny juice and the vegetables just chopped up and dropped in the juice and it's I don't know how to describe it, but it doesn't seem
2: like salsa to me. <laughs> <laughs> I know exactly what kind of salsa he's talking about too, like the wet one. Yeah. So
1: let me tell you the something, soup brother, style. and you guys will will know exactly what I'm talking about. I like my salsa. Mm, gonna close ch- my eyes. Yeah, chunky enough mm. that when I'm dipping my chips in, I Stay have to sultry. be. I have to be strategic with the way that I dip my chips in. Uh, Otherwise, the chip is gonna break from the weight yeah. of the salsa, uh, and then I'm gonna lower or raise that thing up to my mouth like a little forklift, and just barely be able to fit it all. But it's fluid, though it it's, is fluid. But it's it's like a magma, oh, yes, almost like that. A consistent, magma. slow moving, nice consistency. Dang, I mean, but here's the thing: salsa
2: sounds so good. There's just right no now. bad. <laughs> there's no bad
1: salsa. There's just not all salsa.
2: Uh, really? I went to a place that had hot salsa.
1: Oh, I love hot salsa. Uh, oh, that's a Texas not thing, though spice. Yeah, yeah. like, like temperature. Like, it warm. came out. Yeah. It yeah. like, don't give me that warm. Came,
2: it was like marinara. Yeah, when we lived in
1: Houston, they they they, they did that.
2: Don't like it. Get out of here. I don't like it. I want cold salsa. Yeah,
1: cold and dangerous. To cold and spicy.
2: Cold magma. Yeah, cold
1: magma.
0: You're listening to Dave and Mahoney.
1: Is there anyone online that is more cringy than the influencer that really isn't influencing anything but is pretending to? Because, man, some of these influencers are Exhausting because they're just so obviously thirsty for any sort of interaction that it's the secondhand embarrassment is real. Obvious. I mean, some yeah. people believe the fake it till you make it, Dave. Some people believe it. Some Look,
2: people have bought their followers, bought their likes and bought all of these trips acting like they are on a paid, uh, like endorsed trip from whatever company. And then the have trip just to gone. To try to get other free ones? Yes. Wow. Isn't that's that wild. crazy? Like you can buy likes, guys. That's a real thing.
1: So this momfluencer, which I guess is a thing now as well,
2: uh, yeah, been. Oh, has, there's all ben sorts. It. Been yeah, a, yeah, there's yeah. so
1: many subcategories of fluencers. Yeah, I mean, I didn't know they're like just calling them like you're a momfluencer. Oh I yeah. thought, just thought you're an influencer that happened to be a mom. But no, I get it. Um, but I mean, the mom thing is is a very popular category, and like my wife follows some of the more popular ones as well, and she does actually like. Kind of get excited when they do reveals of certain things. Like of I course. see her being influenced sometimes.
2: I am yes, we are. We are influenceable. so influenceable. All of yes.
1: us. Mm-hmm. Uh, this mom influencer from California took things a little too far, though, uh, when she went viral because she alleged that a Latino couple tried to kidnap her children. She has now been sentenced to three months in jail because it was all a lie. Oh, so not only are you looking for attention, but you're also being xenophobic and racist yeah. in here as well. So awesome. she is uh, 31 years old. Her name is Katie Sorensen. She uh, does have the crazy eyes, in case you want to see a picture here. Like, you can just kind of tell. like that Oh, I remember this yeah. lady. Yeah. yeah. Crazy. Yeah. crazy. Yeah.
0: Like, you, you just look at her right now. Like, it's the runaway something- bride eyes. Yeah.
1: The run- like, that was the first time... I remember as uh, like you know somebody who uh, conscious of like seeing crazy in the eyes for the first time, and it was that runaway bride crazy eyes. That lady has the same eyes. So what's wild is that uh, this is a real couple that she claimed did this. Eduardo and Sadie Martinez said that uh, they tried to kidnap her two young children at a Michael's craft store on December seventh, twenty twenty. She made a false police report a few minutes after leaving and later posted two Instagram videos and detailed how she avoided the kidnapping attempt. Uh, It racked up more than 4.5 million views on her page. drew even more attention because the local news picked it up as well and was repeating her account. Uh, But now, because it was all a lie, Katie is going to jail for three months. Mrs. Martinez said that a heartfelt apology could have prevented it from reaching this point. Um, but adding, this didn't have to be like this. So she had multiple outs, but of course, she just kept doubling down and tripling down um, on this, Absolute lie, and now she's going to have to serve time. I mean, trying to ruin actual people's lives too. First off, the you know the vague like let's just say it's somebody who looks different than me making that accusation, but doing that and then trying to ruin real life specific people.
2: I'm watching the video right now because I totally forgot about this and the fact that she was trying to say that they kidnapped her kids from a Target,
1: Uh, from from a Michaels,
2: from a Michaels. I mean, it's just so weird that that would even. You have to be an absolute sociopath, it's like to be able to create a lie involving your children. Your
1: children, like that's the thing. Is like you're a piece of garbage for doing something like this, and like you said, Mahoney, to real people. Mm-hmm. But then your kids are involved. Mm-hmm. What are you doing? Mm-hmm. Like that is just so sick on so many levels. So I'm glad she's going to jail, just so the kids can get a break for a couple of months.
0: Bye. This is Dave and Mahoney. Because there's really no point in pretending to be. Hold on, what? Because there's really no point in pretending to be good at. To be good at this? Oh, I, okay, let me pick it up from here. It's an all new blooper reel on the Dave and Mahoney Show.
1: You know, you'd think that we would have gotten better at this at some point over all of these years, uh, but we haven't. Look at us go, Mahoney. We're still somehow doing a job that we're just not that good at. Dave, they say you become a master at anything that you put 10,000 active hours into, and you and I are well uh, past that threshold mm-hmm. when it comes to our broadcasting careers, and uh, yeah, we are, uh, we're not masters. What do you think is a star this week of the Blooper Reel? Ah, uh, I think Audrey or me. I don't know. I think I kind of stumbled and bumbled my way through this week. As we do,
2: as we do. Let's see.
1: You eat the most suburban dad tacos on the planet, man. White people
2: taco night.
1: I'm a white guy. What do you want? Stop shaming me. Not tacos on, not not tomatoes on tacos. Tacos on, taco night. Uh, question number three. What country gifted the Statue of Liberty to the United States? Statue of Liberty. Literary.
0: <laughs> 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 okay,
2: I mean, so I, would, I would think, I was thinking Popeyes, because if you don't ask for fresh, fresh biscuits for Popeyes, you're getting a rock for Presbyte,
1: Presbyte. So he had Slim Jims and meth on him when he was riding his bike. I mean, that is the breakfast of champions, man. Like, this man, this man, this, uh, this man knows what fuels him when he's riding his bike. This man, this man, this, uh, this man, this, 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 this man, man, uh, man. According to her manager, he wrote an Instagram. Her health is improving. However, she is still under medical care. A full recovery is expected. He wrote an Instagram. <laughs> I was in a bathroom that had like a built-in coffee machine maker in the owner's bath. Coffee machine maker. Coffee machine maker. That's the
2: thing. <laughs> I mean, they hug you. They. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Cows really? are, are. Are. I mean, they're not the smartest animal in the world. Cows really? are. 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 are, are, are.
1: Uh, question number three: What country gifted the Statue of Liberty to the United States? Oh, no. I
2: okay, mean, so. I would—I would think I was thinking Popeyes because if you don't ask for fresh, bit, 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 fresh biscuits for Popeyes, you're getting a rock.
1: Coffee machine maker. Not tacos on t- not Not tomatoes on tacos. Not tacos on tomatoes on tacos. You eat the most suburban dad tacos. I'm a white guy, what do you want?
2: Taco night
1: This, this,
2: this, this, this man, man,
0: this, this man, this, this man. This, this man. Uh, I, are, I, are, I, are, are, are I, I, <laughs> This is Dave and Mahoney. Yay! Got a comment, complaint, or opinion for Dave and Mahoney? Call 833-YO-DUMMY. Please record your message. This is the voicemail. Please leave a
1: message
0: after the tone.
1: Hey, guys. I uh, just wanted to point out, Dave, uh, I'd kind of probably back off on the Mormon bashing. And uh may not be a good thing going forward. Message deleted. My brother, it is called active listening. It is very important. At no point ever have I done any Mormon bashing. My wife's entire extended family is LDS. I've got no problem with Mormons. I have problems with children, teenagers, walking across my lawn. And that is universal. <laughs> I don't care what religion you are, what you believe or don't believe. Don't walk on the damn grass. Yeah. <laughs> Jesus so walked comfy. across water, not lawns. <laughs> Yes. You are so grumpy. I am grumpy, but I'm not bashing Mormons. I'm an equal opportunity basher. Don't care what you believe. Get off the damn grass.
2: Have you even mowed your grass once yet? Um, Mm. Because you, have, you haven't even, like, begun the whole lawn care thing. So, I could get it if you had just spent, like, a ton of time, you know, sodding or whatever it is that you, like, people would do. I am
1: very particular about the grass. I've had it mowed twice since I've moved in already. I will have you know. That feels like a lot. You've only been yeah. in there for two weeks. It's, it's, a, it's a weekly service. They come over weekly.
2: They do not, Dave
1: Farah. They absolutely do. In fact, do I was mean, gonna have scissors. I what was mean? gonna have them come every two weeks, and there's virtually no savings whatsoever if you do that. So they come every week and just tidy it up. It's great. Really? Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's very nice. Again. Okay. So take pride in the lawn. That's, don't walk yeah. on the grass. Yeah, don't walk on the grass. Then please leave a message after the tone. All
2: right. Unpopular opinion here, Dave. You're gonna hate this, and I'm sorry. But Dumb and Dumber is not a funny movie. It's a dumb movie. It's in the frickin' name, guys. Dumb is not the same as funny, though. Dumb is just dumb, and funny is funny. Message deleted.
1: What is your address? Because I'm going to come over to your house and fist fight you. How dare you say that about Dumb and Dumber? It is a classic, my favorite comedy of all time. I feel like Jeff Daniels doesn't get the kind of credit he deserves for that role. And Jeff Daniels is incredible when it's when you talk about range of actors, because for somebody to do, and I mean, don't get me wrong, like, I watch Dumb and Dumber now, and I'm kind of like, I see why there's it doesn't hit for some people. But it's young kids. But humor. it came out when I was like 14, mm-hmm. you know, so it was perfect, just right in the crosshairs of what I was into, but for somebody to be able to do slapstick, which is basically what Dumb and Dumber is, like Jeff Daniels did, mm-hmm. and then also very convincing like rough and tumble cowboy roles or then you go super polished in the newsroom yes he was but great he's great in the newsroom he's also cuz i think he's i think he's a minnesota guy or he's from somewhere in that area cuz i know he's involved in like heavily involved in theater acting as well that makes oh. sense all the greats it's are like, from minnesota like really like say. one of those guys who could just do all of it mm mm-hmm. mhm very talented but i'll still fight her please leave a message after the tone Mahoney, have you welcomed any new foods into your life lately? You have to start branching out, man. Message deleted. I feel like I've expanded my palate quite a bit over the last few years. For
2: sure. Because there was
1: one key thing that I never used to eat, and it was eggs. Like eggs in any shape, size, or form. And I'll tell that, you a quick story about that. Uh, there was a high-end executive chef that came into the studio. A Michelin star chef. Brought in eggs. Uh, well, Eggs Benedict was the, the dish yeah. that he decided to make for us. And he fed them to us live on the air because he was launching this new restaurant. And again, this is a very accomplished gentleman. Dude, Michelin star. One of the best chefs in the world. And Mahoney was dry heaving because he had to eat eggs. <laughs> uh, uh. And that was that was about 12, 13 <laughs> years ago when that, when that happened. Yeah. And uh, I would say... I don't know what it was. I had COVID real bad. I, I think was, I it spent, did. I think it I altered spent, your taste buds. I spent guts. ten days in a hospital, and you know, and I and I lost my I lost my sense of smell and taste for you know a month plus during that. But then coming out, like I like eggs Benedict now. Like I can't I, believe that it was my favorite. Like, like can I'll, I ask you a serious question? Yeah, was COVID worth it? I know you almost died, but you now get eggs Benedict as a result and not dead. Yeah, but I can't but it, drink Coke in a can anymore. That still tastes metallic. Uh does it? It
2: does for real. Yeah,
1: but you can. That's co- the only thing that's still. But you can do Coke in, Coke in a bottle.
0: Coke in a bottle's fine.
1: Mexican Coke. That's right. The best of all Cokes.
0: Mm-hmm, that real sugar. This is Dave and Mahoney. <laughs> When you're looking for love Hey, baby, you want it? Then all the wrong places You want to see what a mistake looks like? It's the Missed Connection Inspection on Dave and Mahoney.
1: You know, everyone's looking for love in their own special way and some people think, I haven't found it anywhere yet in this entire world, but maybe perhaps Craigslist. Dave, many years ago, we swore to help these freaks fly their flags as high as they possibly could. We took an oath in our rich friend's dad's basement. We put our hands atop a stack of Playboys, penthouses, and hustlers. The occasional hustler. The occasional hustler, because we were classy. And we, we promised to help them find love someday We're well, on Craigslist. This first one is entitled Pancake Shirt. <laughs> this is a man for a woman. Saw you on the train at Wilson, said your shirt was funny, and you looked away. Why wear such a sexy, funny shirt? If you weren't sending me mixed messages, then tell me where you got off at. Uh, was this, You said this is man for woman? This is a man for a woman, yeah. Okay, because if it was a woman for a man, I would hope she would have commented like, nice slapjacks. Yeah. <laughs> the only time that would be appropriate. Uh, this one is uh, entitled Ride in Your Cadillac. This is a woman for a man. Hey, I have seen you around. I ran into you looking over to see you parked many times. And again, while washing clothes. I don't drive now. I lost my Kia a few months back. I was thinking about you. Years ago, I should have asked you for a ride in that Cadillac. i work nearby. It's cool if we smoke, too. Please come by. RIP Kia. (laughs) (laughs) I love that that's just a detail that needed to be shared. I don't Obviously, drive now because I lost my kids.
2: Every time I listen to these, I just get so much cringe.
1: Yeah, a little secondhand embarrassment. Yeah,
2: every yeah. time because I mean I do appreciate when people put themselves out there because yeah. it's it's tough to find the one that you love, you know. Mm-hmm. The, and yeah. the, hey, the Lord or, of the Year of 2023.
1: You're telling me a ride in a Cadillac while we're out smoking isn't a isn't a, isn't a romantic gesture?
2: I feel like the only thing that you should be uh, doing in a Cadillac is smoking.
0: Probably.
1: Uh, This next one is fairly deep. It is a man for a woman. It is entitled, Why Are Humans Here on Earth? What Is Our Purpose? Oh, (sighs) my God. Okay. You and your friend joined the fire circle, and we all shared a conversation to remember. If it isn't every day that you connect with an old soul, bummed I forgot your number. (laughs) We all laughed so hard and later stargazed with your new friend, and it made my day. I don't remember your name or where you're from, so long shot. But hey, old souls vibe when they collide. I wish I would have been giving you a big hug when we left, but instead I just wave. I guess we may never meet again. Thank you for being you. Hope this finds you through the starry skies somehow and I get to see you again.
2: This sounds like a train song. (laughs) These are lyrics from a train song. It has to be. This is Drops of Jupiter Part 2.
1: Let's go to something a bit more relatable. This one is entitled Walmart. Art section. Uh, This is a man for a woman looking to connect with the girl I discussed arts and crafts and paints with. You remember the painted rocks that you do daily? So do I. Definitely you should have asked for more info, but I was so caught off guard, you were very attractive. It's a long shot. You'll see this, but you never know, LOL. Shoot me a line. I'd love to know more about you and your rocks. What do
2: you think about crystal people?
1: Mm, they're weird. You think crystal people were weird? Yeah, pretty weird. I feel like there could have been a, you know, he's like, I got some remover if you want to help me get your rocks, the paint off your rocks. Get your rocks <laughs> off? <laughs> yeah. yeah. And on the last one here, can't miss this one. This is a man for a woman. Adult diapers for girl boss. Oh, no. Is this for Taylor Swift show? Mm, maybe. I hope. Maybe. Oh, God. I was walking Sunday and you asked me, where can a girl boss find adult diapers? I didn't know what to say at that moment. And I still don't. You are on my mind. That is all.
2: Where can a girl boss get some adult diapers?
1: Dude, us guys, uh, we're just so thirsty. Some girls, like, hey, I'm a girl boss and I poop my pants. And we're like, interesting. Yeah, what? I'll be your diaper.
0: <laughs> this is the Dave and Mahoney Show. Blitz, glamour, and out of touch celebrities. Well, that's redundant. It's pop trash, I'm Dave and Mahoney.
1: So things are continuing to be ugly between Kevin Costner and his soon-to-be ex-wife. I don't know if you've heard about this, but she is saying that she deserves $248,000 a month in Ooh. child support. And Kevin Costner's attorneys clapped back and said, hang on, though. That doesn't include the health care or the schooling or any of the actual right. like normal costs for the boys. Right. She's just saying she deserves $250,000 a month. To help them maintain the same lifestyle. So I got some tea. Okay.
2: Okay. So, we've been hearing that Kevin Costner is not really doing right by his soon-to-be ex-wife. Right? It's yes, just kind ugly. of looming the whether or not that that's really a true thing. Mm-hmm. If I were to tell you that he shamed Kelly Clarkson for going and getting a divorce he before did. all of this is starting to come out and happening through his divorce, Kelly Clarkson just went on and did an interview. And alluded to the fact Ooh, that Kevin sheeps. Costner, of all people, because it's like this southern mentality of like, well, you know, marriage can be hard, is what he told her.
1: Ah. Uh. Yes, you
2: know, and you just got to learn how to
1: stick it out. I mean, hasn't he divorced like two other times before that? Right. He, he had one, one of, of the. the I it was one of the. Also, biggest... shut up! Like you don't know what other people are going through. Kelly Clarkson's ex was a total turd. Good for her for yeah, flushing that it. Yeah, that guy and was another on. another uh, dude just trying to fleece her. Yes. So whenever
2: I read all of these articles now, I'm like, well, Kelly said, and Kelly doesn't lie. Yeah. <laughs> Kelly's a sweet. Literally sweet.
1: Uh, But So Kevin Costner's forensic accountant says that the expenses that the soon-to-be ex-wife include, uh, again, about a quarter million dollars a month, uh, includes more than $100,000 in cosmetic surgery for herself, not exactly child support. Audrey, what the hell kind of... Plastic surgery could would cost a hundred thousand dollars a month. I
2: mean maintenance, maybe for like skin, uh, Botox, fillers. Um, but a hundred
1: thousand I mean, dollars—that's a lot of in money. a month. Yeah, every month. That's wild. But so he's saying that she's entitled to like fifty, two thousand dollars a month, which is what he's paying her now. But she's living in this you know huge mansion that he owns, and that was part of the prenup and everything else. So yeah, it's getting uh, it's getting real sticky. If you're a big fan of The Morning Show, season three is coming to Apple TV this September. And, you know, I wasn't really sure. Like, when I first saw this ensemble cast, I was like, there's a lot of... Big names. Big names in it. Steve Carell and Jennifer Aniston and Reese Witherspoon, just to name a few of them. And I was like, man, I don't know if this is going to hold up that well as the seasons progress. But then season number two, I actually thought, took a really interesting kind of dark turn. And there's a lot of... Obviously, kind of callbacks to the whole, like, Matt Lauer thing sure. and, like, how some of this stuff actually happens in daytime TV. Based on, re- you know, events Real that events. actually happened. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but there there's going to be a season three that's going to drop. And I say this September, and that seems like a long way away, but... We know. I mean, it's it July, ain't. guys. Uh-huh. Yeah, we're knocking on the middle of July. Uh, so Apple TV Plus shared that September 13th is going to be the first-look photos for season number three and the premiere there on Apple TV Plus. And they also renewed the morning show for season number four. Oh, wow. So they're really committing to this. And That I mean, was their first big show, though. So, yeah. yeah. I, I mean, what do you talk about? Launch, launch, at, yeah, yeah, at, at launch, we're, you know, so I mean, obviously with the stars that are involved signing up for season four, I mean, I, I'll say this. I think Apple TV, bang for your buck, is the best streaming service there is. Um, bang it's for like buck, bucks. I would say. Yeah, I mean the the amount of shows you're not nearly going to get the volume that sure. you'll get with some of the, the other quality. ones. But it's very reminiscent of HBO, which kind of is no more now, thanks to Max. Mm-hmm. And you know when you're looking for quality, you can really expect it from Apple TV Plus. So glad to see that the morning show is continuing on. I will uh, continue to be a fan,
0: Dave Mahoney. This is Dave and Mahoney.
1: Elmo. We had a sleeping dog in the studio. She's very cute. Now she's moving over towards the beer that we're going to drink. But it is Friday, friends, and that means we are drinking another craft beer. We are employed still somehow, some way, and you know what? Nothing better than celebrating with an ice cold brew with our friends on a Friday. Did Elmo just take a lick of that beer? Uh, is that uh, is that her first sip of beer? I tried to get her
2: to not do that. I um, know. She's underage. She is underage, so I, I did remove it from
1: her lips Just like her mother, though. She's over here pounding booze underage. Oh, my gosh.
2: <laughs> Those
1: of us in glass Why? houses, Dave, should not throw stones. Yeah, Dave. <laughs> The five categories in which we rate every single beer here on Beer for Breakfast are look, smell, taste, feel, and drinkability. Only need a drum roll at the end, Dave. We don't need that that just yet. The beer that we are drinking today is the Santan Brewing Company's Moon Juice Galactic IPA. 7.3% alcohol by volume today being served out of a master cylinder, 24-ounce can. Uh, I actually forgot the beers uh, at home. Hey, it happens. So, luckily, Instacart uh, had this available. Get it delivered. And reasonably priced. Four dollars for each one of these. Uh, I think it was like four oh three for each one of these cans at twenty four ounces each. At that's seven, pretty good at seven point three percent alcohol uh-huh. by volume. Uh, but the Galactic IPA. Taking a look at the can. I love the artwork on it. Simple, clean. Uh, there's an astronaut on there, uh, and it's got like a Buzz Lightyear style little zapper. Uh, reading what the can <laughs> says. This is an out of this world IPA crafted with tons of galaxy and Nelson. Hops that uh, transcends all earthly pro- pleasures, emitting an aroma of peach, apricot, and tropical fruit. So let's see if that can description is correct and take a big whiff of the Santan Brewing Galactic IPA. Definitely getting some sweetness in there. Getting Not a-, a whole lot of peach. Maybe a faint peach. Maybe. But it's- Definitely smell the hops. Smells Audrey. clean. Oh, boy. It smells like booze. <laughs> yeah. which, uh, oh, hair of the dog. Poor old girl, come on. Hair of the dog.
2: Come on. Come on. I sniffed it and it smelled like booze. Well,
1: let's move on to our favorite category mm-hmm. here on Beer for Breakfast which is the taste. Cheers, friends. Cheers, cheers to all cheers, you. Cheers, cheers, cheers. Let's take a big drink of the Moon Juice Galactic IPA. <sighs> okay, that's unnecessary, sir?
2: Yum.
1: Poor Audrey. Ooh. She's not feeling it. Um, I will say, uh, as far as IPAs go, it's pretty Whoa. easy to drink at 7.3%. <laughs> holy
2: moly. I actually just took my first real, holy and moly. A,
1: again, I feel like there's so many people out there who kind of hate IPAs unfairly because in, well, in fairness, the first drink of any IPA always punches, it's a punch Woo. in the face. Like mm-hmm. uh, you can yeah. never judge a beer on that first drink. You have to take a multiple. Uh-huh. Uh, and since we like to drink, uh, let's just take another drink, Dave, and see, uh, let's get, get a little bit more in depth on okay. this review.
2: It's juicy.
1: It is juicy. Wow. Um, the, very hoppy, and the, it's not like so juicy like a like a like a New England style. The hazy hops, IPA. Oh, poor old girl. She the hops do linger quite a bit, which is probably not great for you, Audrey. Um, you, betty. I like hops, and yeah. I actually think these are pretty flavorful and good hops, so they don't bother me at all. But um, for you, I imagine that's probably not printing too well. Not right now for her.
2: No, nah, yeah. man. I You're mean, uh, you know, I, you said "Hair of the Dog." I attempted. I took the sip, but uh, whenever it comes to IPAs, I could have maybe have done like a "Hair of the Dog." Bloody Mary. <laughs> you were drinking yeah. the
1: Juicy Jack yesterday. You did yeah. like that. I did. I did, did en- like enjoy the- that a lot. It's that, just that's that's totally a little bit for me in the moment. A little bit, I would say uh, a little bit more approachable to drink. Uh, this one, I mean, Dave, you and I are big hop heads. We love, 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 love IPAs. And the fact that this one's made with Galaxy and Nelson, which are two of my like absolute favorite hops to make a beer with. Yeah. I'm a fan. I think it's got a good balance. The alcohol is present, but it's not overwhelming. Uh, the juiciness is there, but it's not like a, a, a citrus bomb of orange juice. It's just a nice, well-rounded, tasty beer, in my opinion. I'm with you. It, it is very well-rounded. Um, the 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 hops, I want to reemphasize that, they do linger a lot. So if you're not a hophead, I think that that's probably the only big strike against this that it's not that accessible. Yeah. Um, But I don't know if you're going for this beer if you're not a hop head to begin with. Um, It's good. It's it's actually pretty refreshing for uh, an IPA that is over 7%. It could certainly be a lot heavier and just not the sort of beer that you'd want to drink outside when it's going to be 115 this weekend like it is. I can see this like floating in the pool on a boat like this. This sort of beer, even though it's a seven and a halfer and it's an IPA, could still be a bathing suit beer. Yeah. You know, I think it's like the medium bodied. You know, uh, it's not it's not overwhelming. It's got it's nicely carbonated, which I think adds to that refreshment. And it just drinks pretty easy. The drinkability. I mean, when you're talking about four dollars for a master cylinder, 24 ounce tall boy price point. Right on point. Yep. And, you know, it's it's a really well-crafted beer. I 100% would buy this beer again, especially at that price point. Are you ready for your rating, sir? Can I get a drum roll? us yes. save? On Mahoney's Beer Scale Supremacy, I give the Moon Juice Galactic IPA
0: a 4.05 out of 5. You're listening to Dave and Mahoney. Please leave a message after the beep. Yeah you have a comment, complaint, or opinion for Dave and Mahoney, then call and leave a message. 833-YO-DUMMY. Please leave a message after the tone. So, I've never been
1: one to buy gifts for people. I really don't know why. I guess I'm always nervous that it'll be a bad gift, but no one ever complained to me. Should I just suck it up and start buying, or am I good just the way I am? Message deleted. I have guilt buying... Like, well, it's whenever I buy a gift, I never feel like it's good enough. Really? Yeah. Does that make sense? Mm. I mean, sometimes, sure. Yeah. I don't feel like I ever get, like, the right volume of gifts, get the right gift. I'm just a bad gift buyer, which is why I don't do it. You lean into for the, like, kids' birthdays and stuff. Is that more your wife? Kids are easy, man. That's that's where, I mean, at this age, because they're all seven and under for me. And there's they want everything. And they'll tell you just right out the gate what they want. Yeah. You know, and they're always obsessed with one particular thing. Normally it has to do with, like, a movie. Like, right now I could buy any of the kids Mario stuff and they would love it. But for your wife, does she not tell you what she wants for, like? Not really. And so, like, you know, I always end up, like, getting her... She likes, you know, her Lululemon pants or like some new Nikes and stuff like that. I just, I just don't like the process of it. You know? we, I, we, I, yeah. we have a friend I like bad at it. who we've known for many years, who's like the best gift giver, like big, intricate, I mean, not like super crazy amounts of money or anything like that, but they're always like super well thought out, mm. like, and there's always like multiple layers to it. And I just stop hanging out with him. <laughs> it was it was like, he would tell me about this, and they were like, my wife, we'd be over at his, you know, he would tell my wife what he's get doing for his wife, and I'm like, I can't compete with that. You broke up with him because of that? He's like, too good of a gift giver, just, so you had to I divorce him? I just can't. I can't be a friend. A friend. Yep. Mm, makes sense. Makes me look too bad. I gotta get some, I gotta get, like, around some degenerates, some, like, couples with problems, like, <laughs> you know, just to make me look good. <laughs> That's what I need. I is, is that why we're such good friends? Yeah, I was I'm, gonna
2: say, I feel attacked.
1: <laughs> piece of garbage over after
2: the What's the one thing you can, you always regret eating, but you keep on going back to? For some reason, anything with hot sauce always comes back to bite me.
1: Message deleted. Man, it happened to me last night. The wife was like, let's just get some pizza and wings tonight. I was like, ooh. That sounds good. Okay, so... And I went a little too hard on the paint, I think, on the... I shouldn't have had that last... You know that last slice of pizza where you're like... Well, you
2: can't breathe afterwards? I'm
1: like, I'm not even hungry. What am I doing? Why am I... But why am I just it's hot. When it's like yeah. pizza's hot, it, it was was wings are pizza, hot, too. Oh, and crisp. yeah. Yeah, I was just shoveling this last large slice of pizza in my face. Was when, it a new pizza place or is one you'd been back to? No, it was a new pizza place and it was very, very good, which... Anytime that that happens, right? Like, just a pleasant surprise of, ooh, this is as good as I hope the wings were good. Like, real big, juicy wings, ooh. too. Hot sauce. <sighs> Loved it. Uh, for me, the thing that I regret that I, I just always go back to, It's I don't drive through there very often. But, like, KFC, there's, like, I would say once every, like, quarter or every six months. You know it's going to mess start, you up, too. I just start getting, like, I'll be driving home from the show, and, like, it just starts calling to me. That bucket, the Colonel. He's calling. Mm-hmm. Colonel's calling. Mm-hmm. Colonel's calling. And I, Colonel Line One. And I can't. Hello. And I can't just no, get like cur- a four Colonel piece. Colonel Line Two. <laughs> yeah, Colonel Line Two for sure.
2: <laughs> Mine is uh, cookie dough. I I can't get enough of cookie dough. I get them by the tubs, the Toll House tubs. If you know, if you know what I'm talking about. There's the Toll House tubs. Mm-hmm. And the cookies don't get made. That tub gets eaten.
1: The whole tub in one sitting. The, but,
2: not it- in one sitting. But one time, my boyfriend's daughter, absolutely, she's the sweetest thing ever, but shamed me because she goes, she she was like, she opened up the tub because she was going to get a spoonful for herself. And she goes, Dang! Did you eat all of this? And I was like, "Yeah, girl. I mean, sometimes you just gotta eat some cookie dough. It's the only thing, and it makes me it makes me actually sick every time I eat it, but I can't stop." Dude,
1: What is with us as humans, where we know that something is going to mess us up, we, judge, and we just can't do it. We judge dogs, yeah, you know, like because we're like you'll eat yourself to death. Sometimes we're no so. better. We're not. We know that this is gonna wreck us. We just have so mortgages. Like, row, row, row. That's the I'm only like, thing. Sitting yeah.
2: on the toilet, wrecked, and still eating the tub. <laughs>
1: Please leave a message after the tone.
2: What secret battle are you fighting that no one even knows what's happening? Let's put it out there and see if we can give some support, huh? Message
1: deleted. I just told you, man. Heartburn. (laughs) Too much pizza last night. It was greasy, too. And you know, like when those little cups of pepperoni have that grease in them and you don't don't dump it out because you're like. Pepperoni cups? Yeah. The superior of all pepperonis. All the meats on any pizza. The old world pepperonis that cup up and hold that grease. Mm Mm-hmm. Oh,
0: yeah. They're cups for a reason. Follow the Dave and Mahoney show on social media at Dave and Mahoney. It goes your home phone, cell phone, email, Facebook, Twitter, and home screen all at the same time. They're
1: everywhere.